Hello, everybody. I think I am live. I can't really tell sometimes when it starts up. Um, but here we are on a wonderful Wednesday morning. And it's a little cloudy here in Wichita. I don't know if you can tell it's a little darker in my background than normal. But it's kind of one of those really nice mornings to sip on a cup of coffee and just get things started a little slower. Today's topic is going to be about toxic family beliefs or rules. So, you know, again, it's a spectrum of whether how toxic, so to speak, our family system is. But many of us, um, and almost all of us, probably grew up with one of these family rules or beliefs that really don't serve, you know, being healthy and navigating relationships in a healthy way. So I wanted to go through some of those concrete and specific examples to kind of give you an idea of what we mean when therapists say things like, toxic family beliefs or toxic family rules and sometimes they call them unspoken rules because some of these rules you know they're not necessarily blatantly hi Nora they're not blatantly talked about they're more just the expectation or they kind of get punished or um, maybe in subtle ways with passive aggressiveness if you don't engage in them or maybe people withdraw from you so it's not always super blatant it's not like with family rules or beliefs it's not like your parents or other people in your family system state them all the time, even though sometimes they do. Sometimes it's super blatant, it's obvious, um, and then other times it's really subtle and more what we would call unspoken. So let's go ahead and delve into some of those. And I would love, you know, if any of you want to share some or any that, you know, may have sparked your own ideas of what you've seen in your own family system or heard of in other people's family systems, then. I think that would be helpful and just give kind of a language and a voice to what I'm describing. So some examples of toxic family beliefs include things like children should respect their parents no matter what. Um, you know, sometimes that can be kind of like, you know, children should be seen and not heard. Or, you know, you do what I say just because I say so. If I ask you how to, or how high, or what is it? If I ask you to jump, you say how high. Um, it's kind of this idea that children should never, ever question anything their parents do. And that is not healthy. That is not safe because even children, um, they, sh they need to be able to communicate when something is confusing to them or unsafe for them or not okay to them. And when a parent kind of describes this belief system, they're essentially saying, your feelings don't matter whatsoever. And I'm not here to hear you know, your confusion or your hurt or anything. I, you just do what, do what I say because I'm the older adult, essentially. Um, and that kind of goes along with the second one, which is there are only two ways to do things, my way and the wrong way. And so it's this family belief that like we have to do things like our parents did them unless it's wrong. So it's, it's kind of showing kids that like there aren't multiple ways to do things. It's only this way. And again, that might be more subtle, um, or it might be just something you see over time where it's like, even for yourself, you might, to other people, you know, be critical about how they, you know, cut their tomatoes or do the dishes, when really, there's multiple ways to do a lot of different things, um, and it, it doesn't necessarily have to be wrong just because it's different. Another one is, it's wrong for children to be mad at their parents. 
um, again, totally normal. And in fact, it's important that your kids from time to time are mad at you. Um, sometimes, you know, that's just going to be a part of the growing process, but also like their anger is valid. And sometimes it's, it's them learning what's okay. And, and they have to navigate how they express it and the ways that they express it that are in like positive or safe slash effective ways. But, um, but yeah, children need to get mad. They need to figure that stuff out and have that advocate inside of them. Also, there's a, there's a toxic family belief that it's not okay to express negative emotions. Now, again, this may not have been something that a parent said. They may not have said, hey, you can't express anger or you can't express sadness. But more so that when people in the family system did express anger or if they did express sadness, it was kind of treated as if they were just being too much or stop whining or... You know, it just wasn't one of those emotions that the parents or the family system had a high tolerance for. And so they typically probably wouldn't engage in that emotion themselves, or at least showing displays of that emotion. And then they will try to kind of quiet down or mitigate or even uh, tease family members when they express that emotion. Another toxic family belief is something like pull yourself up by the bootstraps. So like this idea that like, You don't ever really get a moment to cry or process things or be depressed. Like that that is not okay. Like you just need to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and just keep going. Basically ignore your emotional experiences and just push through. Or even just this idea that like even when life is hard, don't take breaks or don't find balance. Just keep pushing on. And that's like a cultural belief that a lot of people grew up in and Yeah, I think systemically that was like kind of an American culture belief too, that you just keep keep plowing on, keep going. And then last but not least on this family beliefs example is strong people don't cry. So this is when, and like your family system or sometimes your friend system, um, you grew up with this idea that crying was bad or crying was for wusses or, you know, you were a baby if you cried or, you know, crying is weak right so it's a very dangerous thing for us to believe that sadness or grief is weak and what this does long term is in your future relationships if you don't have a way to be sad or grieve you're going to have attachment issues and basically you're not going to be able to attach to people and love them as deeply and be as vulnerable because guess what you can't grieve and you can't cry because our capacity to love mirrors our capacity to grieve and so this is a subtle thing that will chip away at our ability to grieve and ultimately our ability to love and connect with other people so it's a very very dangerous belief and i i've seen this especially in um kansas culture and i've seen it in georgia culture too uh to shout out for both of them um but yeah that one's extremely dangerous and those are the effects that it has Um, Some other unspoken toxic family rules include things like, so we're going into the rules part, don't be more successful than your father or your mother. It's kind of funny because sometimes it might be the opposite of this and it's like you have to be more successful than your father or your mother, right? That's another one. Like when a kid feels a pressure that like, you know, well, we didn't go to college so you have to, that can be toxic itself, but it also can be toxic if there's an insecurity of like, you know, your father has to be the most successful person here. And in that, they might downplay any 
of the successes of their kiddos, especially if they're like female, because sometimes that's like a gendered thing. Um, you know, don't lead your own life. You've got to kind of do the things that we do. And if you do something different, then that is a an insult to our family, right? So again, that's not healthy in the sense that we are supposed to all be individuals. And often kids can feel like they don't belong in a family system if they believe or like anything that's different. If that family unspoken rule is that we all have to lead lives similarly. Another one is don't ever stop needing your parents. And again, like they may not tell you, hey, I need you to to need me. But there are some parents out there that are in a situation where they they get so much out of being needed that they kind of put that on their kids to need them. And in subtle ways will enable them to not grow up or figure out how to adult in different ways and kind of emotionally handicap them subtly over time because of that unspoken rule that I need you to need me like forever, right? And that's not a it's not a healthy rule. Um, another one's you must attend every family event. And I'll add to this that you have to stay for at least such and such time. So I know a lot of people feel this like pressure that they have to go to every family event. And if they don't, then that is like dishonoring the family or dissing them or unloyal or, you know, it's there's just so much baggage to like not coming to certain family events or not staying for a certain amount of time. So maybe like you want to go to this family event, but you're like, all right, I really only have the capacity emotionally to be there for about an hour. And you just feel this huge amount of guilt for like not staying for at least two to three hours, right? That's also, you know, how toxic family rules can kind of creep in. Um, Another thing is don't talk about grandma's drinking problem. So in some family systems, you may notice how like certain family members' behaviors just kind of get pushed under the rug. And it's almost like everybody's agreed we're not going to talk about it. Or they use other code names or different words to talk about it outside of what it actually is. And again, that's toxic as well, this sense of like we aren't going to talk about what's really happening. And if you do, we are going to downplay your views and kind of make it like you're crazy making. That is toxic as well. And I've seen that too. I've even seen clients do it to like their own family systems sometimes. And again, I think it's because of the way that they grew up in their family to believe that like, oh, that's just how grandma is, or that's just how grandpa is, or uncle so-and-so, when really like, we got to be real, like they they are struggling with something. And it doesn't mean like they're, I mean, doesn't mean anything bad about them as human or as humans. Like it just means that we have to acknowledge that they are having some mental health or substance abuse struggle and just keeping it real essentially another unspoken toxic family rule can be something like boundaries are selfish um so yeah that could look like the enmeshed family system where it's like boundaries are you not considering other people so it's fine for me to drop by at any time it's fine for me to borrow your stuff it's fine for me to do this because you know, you're supposed to think about us and we're your family. So it's yours is mine and et cetera, et cetera. So that could look like that enmeshed family system. And again, I think people feel that at their core that that's also toxic and it just feels like there's no separation or respect or any of that. Um, Or, you know, a very close follow-up to that would be don't ever put yourself first. Um, And so when people start working on their own stuff, people can call them selfish 
or again, be like, well, you didn't consider the family when you made this decision, or you didn't consider me, or you didn't consider this. And again, those would be those subtle ways that it kind of creeps in. Because again, we all, there are very important moments where we need to be selfish and we need to selfish, so to speak. We need to focus on ourselves and make sure we're taking care of this so we can go out into the world and be healthy with others that we interact with. Um, yeah, so I know I just talked a lot at you, but I wanted to give you guys like some concrete examples of what this looks like in family systems, these different rules, these different beliefs. I would also love if you have any feedback or any examples you'd like to offer, please feel free to do so. And you can de-identify them by just being like, oh, this is a belief I've heard of or, you know, my friend's family system's belief. Um, or if you just want to own that, like maybe you grew up with a family system that had those struggles because... All of us did. We all had our weird stuff. Um, You know, I'd love to hear your feedback, and I think it might be helpful for others, too, so that they can kind of connect those dots. And again, if your family struggles with a couple of these, that's okay. Um, It doesn't mean that they're all, like, toxic and that it's, like, you know, a big, huge deal. But it's worth considering, and it's worth healing so that you don't bring that into your current family system. All right, y'all. I hope you have a wonderful week. We are switching to our new schedule next week where I do two videos a week instead of the five. And I look forward to doing that and making sure they are just like really jam-packed with really good stuff. So please give your feedback and your questions and I look forward to seeing you next Monday. Bye, y'all. Oh, I don't know how to end this today. Where's the end? Hmm. Well, let me see if I can do that. Oh, my page is like doing something funky, y'all. Okay, there it is. Bye. Take care.